Breaking Bad to Calling Soul. Agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang went off black. True Detective bombed its second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. DC Superhero Chat, we're back. We've got four eps this week after having... Was it Flash last week that wasn't on? Yeah, it took a little bit of a hiatus. Week yeah. off. You yeah, know. good. Just so they can get all lined up for the big crossover episode. I was talking to Mitch just before we started, and yeah, I'm going to be excited. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little too excited. <laughs> I just said I'm, I'm hoping to host like a big crossover four-episode event between us three at my house. I'm getting a little bit worried about what Clayton's going to be doing during that. I mean, we might get midway through Flash... You might get a little bit, you know, a little bit too excited. Take some time to himself. Go outside. Yeah, you know. As long as well, he does take time to himself. And, yeah, that'd be know. nice. Don't yeah. share with the group. Yeah, please don't share. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Mitch, you're going to whack up some time codes. Don't, don't, don't follow on from what we just said and say whack up, please. I think we've had enough of that. Get it out, <laughs> out of the gutter, Ben. Please, another phrase that would be lovely. Mitch is going to post. Sure, that's perfect. There's nothing dirty about that. That's brilliant. Nothing dirty about a post. Uh, some time codes. If you're not interested in a show or you haven't seen it yet and you wish to skip ahead, uh, Mitchell put all that on. But for right now, let's kick it off with Supergirl. Terry, what did you think this week? Uh, I actually didn't think much of this episode at all. There it won t- last week for you, didn't it? Uh, or was it Legends? No, Legends won, won Legends, last week yes. with that 80s episode. Oh, of course, yes, yes. of course. <laughs> um, so what happened this week? Um, this week was, I think they started off with the scientists and the wolf that was like 5,000 or something years old mm. but was still warm and then he put his hand in Why there. Why would you put your hand in I there? I know. I know. <laughs> because it was warm and moist. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> is it going to be that kind of show? We didn't start off well. Oh, dear me. And you're playing dress-ups as well today, Terry, so it just gets even better. It does. <laughs> Not that anybody can see that right now. Um, yeah, you just... Yeah, I mean, it's just obvious, but oh well. You know, yes. it has to start somehow. That episode, yeah, yeah. And speaking of obvious, the 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 gross bug worm thing, it came out of the guy's mouth only to crawl back into his ear. Was so, there really any point to that? Other I got, than to show us what. Yeah, I thought maybe the same thing, the exact same thing, and the only thing I thought that could have been and made it a bit different is that it had to grow inside him. And then it had to go into his brain through his ear to take over him. Or is that a stretch? Well, I mean, yeah, he'd already <laughs> killed his fellow scientists, so it had taken over him to an extent. But oh, um, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, you're right. It was just crap. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was visual visual storytelling, I guess, for, for us. You know? Again. Poorly done, but, yeah, you know, we're the dumb audience, as we established last week. So. Yes, yeah. We also established last week that uh, John Jones didn't get much of a, a role in last week's episode. Uh, that's because he's been hanging out at the alien bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That, that alien bar is becoming a bit like the Seinfeld diner. Like, yeah. it just pops up all the time. That's where, if they're not in the DEO or at Catco, they're just hanging out in the alien bar. But shooting the aliens pool. in the bar don't know that Kira and. Kara, oh shit, whatever her <laughs> name is. Um, and Mike are aliens. 
Do they? So do, I, don't they? do the aliens think that these two humans are just randomly showing up at her bar because they're friends with an alien? Well, I guess Miss Martian, who, you know, she wasn't around last episode, but she's back here. She gets around in her human getup. And I think there's a few others that do. So they're probably just one to assume that they're aliens that aren't comfortable showing off their natural form. But... Yeah, like everyone else, all the extra alien or alien extras, rather, they're getting around with their bald heads and their green skin and things like that. So, yeah, there's there's ultimately too many humans walking around that thing anyway. Like when Alex rocks up and, you know, Alex's wannabe girlfriend, which yeah, we'll get yeah. into in a oh, second. We will no get doubt. right into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we do, um, Cara drunk? Mm. Yeah, that was... Odd. Interesting. What is in that drink? <laughs> She's drunk for hours. How could she get... How can that even happen? Isn't? Wouldn't she be like Barry and... Well, it kills most humans, they said. Yeah. So it's got to be an alien liquid or an alien element or something. So I like that. that They're they're sort of suggesting, like you said, comparing it to the Flash when he realised that he can't get drunk because of how quick his metabolism works. But then that means they knew that she was Supergirl. I think they know she's Supergirl, right? Do they know? <gasps> I don't know that they know that she's Supergirl. I just guess they, they figure that she's an alien. But but that's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point because <laughs> if she's going to go out and bust them... And isn't that what the DO is supposed to do as well? That's their job. So why aren't they bagging and tagging all of these aliens <laughs> that are in the bar? <laughs> she's the inside woman. and they just, Yeah, they bust in. They literally take everyone away. They put them in, like, Flash-type jail cells for all yeah. these different aliens. Yeah, But, you know, it's fluffy, and after all, it is it's a, a, TV, it's a show. TV show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the other big thing about this show, I mean, other than the Alex thing, which we'll get to in a second, get right into it, as you said, Ben. Yeah. Jimmy becomes the Guardian. Yes. Donzie's outfit. Now, I didn't mind so much that... He wants to become the Guardian because they've been teasing that for a couple of episodes now that he wants to do more. But I felt like the bad guy this week, which was this alien monster, and once it became its fully-fledged form, it was a giant, it should have been the coming out of Monel as a hero because he mm. didn't want to be a hero. He even wanted to be some type of a thug. But he eventually, at the end, saw, no, I can use what I've got to stop this thing. It should have been his coming out as a hero. It wasn't the villain that was that was right for Jimmy, because Jimmy's just a human. Yeah. Now, until he showed that his energy shield thing had, like, the power to, you know, repel... Which whatever. was awesome. It was uh, awesome. Does he... But I had the opposite opinion. I was like, hang on a minute. So he has something that repels this alien, but Supergirl gets beaten the shit out of her yeah. in this episode. Yeah. But a human has better technology than this and Wynn's just clearly been either sitting on it or yeah. the DEO is sitting on it. Yeah, like she's not, you know, they're not putting it into her costume or something like that. We know they remade it a couple of episodes ago when Superman was around. But, um, yeah, I just felt like maybe there should have been a much more human-level threat that for some reason Kara, you know, was either not around for or couldn't handle by herself or couldn't handle at all rather than being this alien monster and the only person that could stand up to them was a human, mm. you know, with yeah. sort of... It didn't know. really give Monel a chance to, to do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I felt um, Jimmy's aggression at wanting to be the Guardian, like, right now, was a bit over the top. He's been Clark's best mate for mm. how many years? And it never bothered him until now, and now it's like an urgency. Yeah, calm down, dude. You've just become CEO yeah. of this bloody cat yeah. co as well. I mean, <laughs> how much do you really want? <laughs> <laughs> you got enough on your plate. You're right, it came up when he got broken up with by, by Supergirl. Yeah, he was best mates with Superman. He said, I've wanted to do it ever since I be I met Superman. 
But yeah, it was something. It's it's like a future thing. It's a bucket list thing. And then he got his heart broken by Supergirl. He's like, that's it. I'm going to go and throw myself in the firing line. <laughs> what do we think of Jimmy keeping it a secret from Kara and everybody else except when? Totally disagree with it. Really? I kind of liked it. No, I like it. I think you need it. It's that. the reversal of the superhero because normally the superhero is the secret from all the people, but now the superhero was standing there going, Ooh, the vigilante. Who's the superhero? But I kind of feel for Wynn, though, because he's stuck in the middle of Yeah, he's going to get secret. in trouble. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't like it, because I can see he's going to get shafted. Mm. He had a really cool moment, though, I thought, when he was yelling at Jimmy. He's like, yeah. you, you will die. We will both get into trouble. I might die, but you will die. No, we're not going to do this. And by the end of it, he came around very quickly and had his own little van set up and, and all that. But, yeah, I think... I, I do like it, Ben, because he, he, it even allowed him that sort of real, you know, the, the kick-ass moment of the episode where Supergirl's like, you know, who are you? And he goes... I'm a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and gets the right away. And he's got lead in his outfit so she can't see can't through the mask. Yeah, like, yeah. He's thought of everything. Yeah, well, Wynn did. Wynn's thought of everything. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into um, the... And we discussed it last week at length, so I'm only, I can only imagine how much we're going to discuss it this week. The coming out of Alex. I felt so sorry for her. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken in other shows how overtly they introduce homosexual characters for, it just seems, no reason at all just to jam them in there. This was excellent. It was excellent TV. I think of the shows in the CW universe that are doing it, Supergirl, yeah, definitely doing it better than the other ones for sure. Yeah. Horrible result for Alex, sure. Really horrible result. <laughs> but, yeah, not, she wants to go not, back in the closet after all that. Yeah, not great to watch, but because it was so awkward to watch, I sat back and thought, wow, that is... And great acting. Just- yeah, it was it was such like an awkward watch for Alex because I think I liked the setup to it last week better than I think I liked the payoff this particular episode. I believed everything last time, whereas this week it had a lingering feeling of her being very childlike. But I guess that in in turn is because it's a new thing for her that she's finally allowing herself to feel because mm. she went and threw herself out there and then she didn't get away and it's like oh, no and goes and runs <laughs> off like a kid that you know first boyfriend or girlfriend or you know doesn't get the toy they want or something like that but I guess it's it I've got to accept that it's because I think I would finally, have reacted that way well the, what, you want to did... stay and have a drink I've just told you that I want you and you <laughs> tell me I want but yeah let's have a beer and it, she was setting herself up for failure too when she went, first went and saw uh, oh god I can't even think of the um the girlfriend's name, whatever the, the potential no, girlfriend's name, her friend. Uh, it's lost to me now, but she went up to her and said, I, I, th- I, uh, I, I think there might be something in, in what you said about me last week. She said, hey, there you go. And uh, you should maybe come out. Are you interested in anyone? Mm, think I might be. Well, I'll be here for a drink whenever you want to celebrate and come out with everybody. And Alex's like, okay. And I'm thinking <laughs> she just gave you the friendship line. Don't, don't you, don't, yeah, don't no, think she was, it, she couldn't see that. And she got hurt. She got her bed. Although I did like the um, the conversation between her and Kara. It was very much, you know, maybe a, a parent trying to understand when their child comes out to them or something. She's like, "Oh, you're not you, you're upset with me? No, 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 I'm not upset with you. Why are you treating me like this? It's, oh, this is just a big shock to me. I didn't think that's who you were, but it's okay that that's who you are." And 
you know, I thought that was... I mean, I've obviously never been involved in a conversation like that, but I thought that was handled kind of well for a fluffy TV show. Mitch and I have talked a lot about this. Terry, do you have a female's perspective on the matter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually just felt really, really sorry for her because, you know, she, she used, opened up her, her heart. She's been um, honest with her sister and, and then, yeah, she just got shut down. Do you think the detective led her on in any way? Yeah, totally. As from a from a, a girl, I would have felt the exact same way as Alex because I, I would have suddenly realised, oh, I'm attracted to you and you're saying all the right things to me even though it's in the friend zone, but I wouldn't have seen it as being in the friend zone. Yeah. So. Yeah, not yeah. good to watch, but it, it definitely was good to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great television. It really was. I think they nailed it. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And it'd be interesting to see where they go from here, whether Terry, as you put it, she goes back in the closet or whether she does continue with this. And I hope she does. I hope or she does maybe explore this. Maybe she gets with Alina Luther. Oh. I'm pretty sure she swings that way. Yeah. Well, well she so has looked uh, Supergirl up and down. Exactly. Kind of Supergirl. Maybe I have the sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just on the Luthers, I think that Luther Senior... The mother is a robot because all what? she seems no, not Where did not that come okay from? not not real. I'm just we're talking about Luthers now. When I say that, I don't mean that. I, I mean that quite figuratively because. Well, dude, you better be clear because I thought what she. <laughs> I, just, I really wanted to see your reaction. That's why I said it like that. But all she seems to say is, "I am Cadmus. Welcome to Cadmus. We are Cadmus." <laughs> Like, that's all... I'm like, are you only programmed to say one thing and it always has to involve Cadmus? Oh, yeah, the windows went She's down. in one scene, one <laughs> shot in this entire episode, and they kidnap mon and it's like, welcome to Cadmus. I'm like, I've heard you say that line before! <laughs> and as if she'd say be something in the interesting. Car, yeah, of course, she's the leader the, of this thing. I know. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the president being at every Black Ops mission someone, you know, these teen does overseas. It's like, no, you can control that. From somewhere else. If yeah. you're as high tech as taking over a city satellite, infecting people's computers and televisions, you probably don't need to be in the unmarked van on the street. But <laughs> yeah. hey, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. <laughs> Jesus. What about the? I found the the beginning. Of, well, actually, the whole villain itself was very political as well. So you've got. The, the the political the gay political aspect of it and then there was the climate change political aspect of it. Mm. It was quite a I thought it was quite a political episode. Yeah, and I, I know I said it the other week, um I think episode three when um uh your your favourite Miss Carter was introduced <laughs> with the president. They said it would be a, a the most political of the four uh D C shows. But I didn't really understand what that meant at the time. But you're right, that we had two different aspects and it was almost refreshing, as much as the villain was a throwaway villain, it was kind of refreshing to see a monster esque type villain, not a humanoid, be all about saving the planet. Like, he was trying to... Like, he was out there to kill all these people to save our planet. It was... Like, why? I don't know. He's clearly been here for 5,000 years, but he's out to save our planet from humanity. Yeah, so. I wondered about that, too. I thought, maybe this guy's onto something. Maybe they should let him go. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, well, hang on. Maybe it's a parasite. It must feed off whatever thoughts the host has mm. to begin with and then amplifies them obviously with superpowers I didn't think about that but that no, is an excellent thought Benjamin yeah so if it had gone into say I don't know Alex then <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't have got shut down man they'd be married 
<laughs> she would not have taken no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we move on to Flash? Let's do oh, it. Wait, 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 wait. What about the Martian? The white Martian giving oh, her yeah. blood oh, yes, to... yes, yes, yes. Yes. I actually What's thought... that going to do to him? Oh, I actually thought it, at, at some... When well, she looked at him in the hospital bed, and I thought he was a little bit paler, and I thought maybe his, you know, his colour was changing because he you know, had just been in his green Martian form, and I thought he came back and was, you know, his his, uh, his skin was changing from, uh, from the blood transfusion, and that was going to be something of a payoff to that side of the story, but there was no payoff, so it's still something that, that's going to come up. And... Well, his hand was twitching. It was. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, I actually yeah. thought she was going to come clean mm. and tell Alex why she can't give him the blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so she gave the blood. It's in because she said, "Forgive me." Yes. Yeah. What's? It, I thought it could just be that he wouldn't want that impurity, you know, as he would see it, because yeah. it's from an enemy uh, swimming around inside his bloodstream. But maybe there's more to it. Maybe he does turn into a white Martian. Oh dear. Oh dear, indeed. <laughs> All right, Flash. I actually liked this episode. You say that like you've been very judgmental on the whole season so far. <laughs> I think oh, we've all we've been judgmental a lot. I think <laughs> someone listening to this is probably going, "These guys are haters," <laughs> and we're not. Haters. <laughs> we love this shit. Why are they even watching it? <laughs> the, go- the what was it? The the, the shadow. Shadow. Mm. I'm not really sure about the shadow, and they didn't even really explain it. Like normally, they have some sort of backstory to the villain. There was no it was, backstory. It was just- almost like he was. Because they they referred to him as to when Barry, um, oh, what do they, what do they say when he goes really really fast? They call he runs. No 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 no. When he vibrates himself really fast, they actually call phases. Phase, phase. When yeah. he phases. Yeah. Um. So they did sort of allude to to the fact that he's phasing to mm. become the shadow. Yeah. But that's pretty much all. Yeah, he was a bit of a nothing villain, yeah. really. Um. More than previous nothing villains, he was just sort of in and out, and okay, let's whack him in the basement. Okay, done. Move yeah, on. yeah. Um, what are we thinking of HR now? Oh, with the change face technology. Did he redeem himself <laughs> a little bit this episode? Because I kind of feel as though he did. Better, yeah. Definitely more than last week. Yeah, last yeah. week he was hopeless, but I think yeah, he well not last week, two weeks ago, but yeah, definitely better than last time we saw him. As ridiculous as it was with that face-changing technology, yep. he was teased that. <laughs> it was like, oh, I can do this, by the way, if you want to do this from now on. And then, oh, hang on. Okay, so now for the audience and to save us money, you will see me as Tom Kavanagh and the yep. rest of the world will see me as said extra. You know? And I'm like, oh, oh this, whatever. Oh, this, this little thing? You, yeah. you don't have this here? You don't have this? Like, do you not know that by now? Cisco's like... Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> that could really help them and everyone they know solve a lot of problems, yeah, I but, feel. But we'll never see it again. No, no. no, no, no just no, bury sir. that away. Nope. Yeah. I did like, though, with the HR that he teased that he is from the planet or the Earth where uh, Ape City is. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. Gorilla Grodd ended up. So is that what it was? Because I thought that was very odd the way that he replied. Do you think that's what it is? It was yeah. where they sent Gorilla Grodd. Yep. And he's that is like a country or a facility at least where is he referring to Gorilla Grodd as our Gorilla yeah, Grodd? Yeah, our Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Or well, are there now two there? I think it's too much of a coincidence. Again, we're the dumb audience, so it's like you've seen a city where there's a lot of apes. He's talking about a place on his earth that they've got a lot of apes. It's got to be the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, Grodd coming back then. Yeah. Cool. That'll and be cool. Yeah. Killer Frost and uh, oh, yeah. Vibe mm. fighting in the future. That was yeah. cool. I mean, 
they always jump to the the extreme. I mean, there's so many things you could do to explain that. Let's say there's another vibe from one of the countless Earths yeah. that comes in, and she's actually fighting with that vibe. Yeah. Not him. Not Cisco. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, he at this stage he understands who's who in his own, you know, Maybe. vibes. You know, he knows that that's him, and he can feel that that's her. But um, again. I, maybe that's just me assuming. Maybe we haven't established that properly. Maybe they're practicing. Maybe they're just having a bit of fun. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that they're not in some training facility. Yeah. You know, they're in Oliver's little camp in Star City fighting each other. Yeah. We'll see that in the future um, where they will just be hanging out having fun and they'll go, oh, we were worried about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Big Belly Burger. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> they have a premonition. They're sitting at the movies. He's like, oh, no, we were fine. And then, like, literally the next day of that future, they're actually trying to kill each other. It's like, oh, I don't know how this vibing thing works. I see the future. Not any particular spot that I want. Yeah. I was glad that um, she told Cisco, number one, mm. and that he just didn't mess around. I was like, yeah, Cisco, lies. No more lies. It's just, it just annoy. It's getting to the annoying stage where somebody... Has a secret. Has a secret. Yeah. And I liked it from a superhero standpoint where people don't know, say, who Oliver Queen is. Love that. Love watching that interaction and how all that unfolds. But between themselves, mm. it just never... We know now it never ends well. Yep. Yep. So stop feeding it to us. So I loved Cisco in that point, just just outing her in front of everybody. I know they did that last episode. and I forgot to mention it, but when Cisco was a bit sketchy on HR and... Barry walks in and Barry's like, geez, something weird's going on there. And Cisco's like, yeah, we're already, I'm already monitoring him or something. It wasn't like they go, oh, let's sit on this for an episode or two. And then we'll see something else really villainous, you know, happen in front of us. And then we'll start talking about what we might do. And then another two episodes later, it was bang, like you said, Ben, straight to the point. You know, no secrets, like literally 10, 15 minutes in the episode between him finding out and him telling everybody else. She was then angry at him. She got over it because she understood why. One episode, bang. Let's not let's not mess around with the bullshit. And this is a 22, 23 episode season. They've got time and and a lot of episodes in the future that they can fill in. But they're not they're not messing around with us, which is good. They may yeah. later with other stuff, but not about the stuff that we can we can see already. So, yeah, kudos to them. And because they now know she's got those abilities. Will they start using her? Mm. Probably not, because she's mentioned that the more she uses them... The more evil she becomes. Yeah, so maybe they will try and keep the gloves up. What are they? The, the bracelets. Yeah. 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 So, and Joe got his date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> been waiting and waiting for this date, and he decides to take her on a date with the rest of his family. Like, I don't get that. No. <laughs> I don't understand. And, and, and hang on. I mentioned a few weeks ago that... She looks a hell of a lot younger than him. Mm. She's not. Do, but when they were standing there talking about what they were going to do with food and all the rest of it, and did anybody else think that they look completely different ages? Or am I the only one that thinks she looks the same age she as Barry and Isla? She said she's got a 20-year-old tw- or something. Oh, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's covered it off. Yeah. Because I was... That's right, because I'm watching it, I'm going, wow, she's really not that... Oh, you've got an 18-year-old. Okay, cool. Well, that... There you go. You've just explained it to me. And I think the thing with Joe, too, is he's one of those blokes where, I mean, he could play, I don't know how old the actor is, but he could play someone in their late 30s. He could play someone in their mid-50s. I th- it, like, he's, 
he's just gifted. I, like he, he, I don't know what age he is. So really, in in the show, they could explain it away that he's a you know a very early to mid forties or something, and he just had Iris when he was like a teenager. I don't know. So. Yeah, it's it's. I'm getting over it because she said stuff like that, and because she looks a little bit older than Barry and Iris, but she still looks a little bit younger. So she slots in the middle there, and they're adults. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's a TV. I'm show. just glad for Joe, man. I'm just glad for Joe. Unless she turns out to be alchemy, and then <laughs> poor Joe. <laughs> oh God, everyone's alchemy. Okay, <laughs> I've got to say, I was. Fist pumping the air. I almost stood up Tom Cruise style at I this think point. I know what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost called both of you. And just <laughs> went, oh, oh, so wait a sec, wait a sec. They're about to take down Alchemy and they can't find Julian. Yeah. That was too... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so I, I don't even know what Terry's about to say, but I think I'm agreeing with her. Yeah, it was far too obvious for Boom. him to be missing. Yep. Nah, far he's too obvious. Ben, nah. he's alchemy. I call it week one. We're nah. the dumb audience. Well, exactly. They don't feed us such obvious information like that unless they want to turn on us on our heads. Yeah, but, the, you know... They'll switch through. Yep. Yeah, we'll I see. think they purposely we'll made it out to be, oh, where's Julian? Mm. And then there's these three like, hooded monks and... Were they on a police operation? Why would their forensic analysis be there in an active operation anyway? Yeah. Like, I know he's part of the metahuman thing, but he doesn't have any fighting skills. Like, he had a weapon a couple of weeks ago, but he's not... He's not out there on the street. He's not no, out there right. in, in active duty like that, you know? So yeah. It was just the point of saying, oh, he's not here. Yeah. Hey, dumb audience, one of these guys could be him, mm. but yeah. really isn't. Let's not forget who called it week one. Yeah, oh, I won't. <laughs> when you're wrong, I won't forget. <laughs> but on the whole alchemy thing, I think they did really well with something that's been building for a few weeks now uh, with Wally, you know, I mean, it was cool that it's the the episode started off with him out there saving a young girl from getting uh, hit by a car, and then him excitedly telling Joe, "I've been having these dreams. They called me Kid Flash, and I guess that was in the other alternate reality stuff that they just speak about as if it's normal now." But I guess the attraction of what An- um, Anarchy, I was going to call him, Alchemy, is offering. You know, he he doesn't ever he's not ever aggressive to Wally in his dreams. He's not screaming at him, come and find me, you know, because otherwise I'll do this. It's like, hey, I want to help you. I want to give you something back. And I I even wrote it down because I love that he doesn't call him Wally. He calls him Wallace. Yeah. He calls Mm. him by his full name. Wallace, come find me, you know. The brilliant Tobin Tobin Bell, I think is his name, from Saw. I remembered it between last week's episode and this week. And he's got such a great voice that sounds so... Mean Julian. and aggressive, yeah. But then he's like, Wallace, come and find me. I will help you. And while he's yeah. there telling everybody about it, bits and pieces, and they're like, don't do it. He's like, okay, I know I shouldn't. But then he wanted to anyway. And then that thing come over him that you know made him attack people that he loved. And even by the end, he's, he's like, no, no, I don't want a part of it. But it was too tempting. It was right there to touch that thing, to listen to alchemy, to get those powers back because he's seen what Barry can do in real life. He's having dreams about how he could do it, maybe do it better. I just thought that part of the story between Wally and alchemy was really, really cool this episode. It really was. I can't wait to see what happens to Wally in the com- or next week. Mm. It was interesting, though, that Wells suggested that Wally go into the pipeline to save him from alchemy. Yeah. And I actually paused it and said to my husband, hang on a minute, didn't they put Edward Claris in the pipeline and alchemy still managed to kill him? No, that so. was in the prison. It was in the jail. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, strange. He's like one of the only villains that they've <clears throat> 
not put in their little pipeline prison. But they did oh, okay. show... I thought they were in the pipeline. Yeah, and okay. they did show that alchemy can get in there anyway, so same diff. Yeah. Mm. And it was interesting, so only he sees the scratches on the window. Yeah. So when it reversed round to Iris, oh, so she yeah. wasn't there anymore. It. Yeah. So it's in his head. There's no actual scratches. Yeah. And then, you know, when they come to attack him, it was, even though we've seen him almost turn into some kind of mist ghost-like creature when he killed Claris, or, you know, something like that, How, like Claris is getting thrown against the wall and up across you know, the roof and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. That when they come, they, they basically took him down like he was an ordinary man or very grounded powers. Except whatever, he was firing, like, energy out of that thing that Wally touched or whatever. And then all of a sudden, there's another being in the room. Something that's basically, I guess, is he telling Alchemy what to do or is he just ever present? And only Flash could see him. And it ended up, you know, what was it? The God of Speed. And, I mean, yeah. is this retribution for... All the times that he's broken the speed laws, like you've been talking about, Ben, you've been waiting for the consequences of that to come along. Yeah, well, we yeah we mentioned it earlier. Alchemy was. I thought he was like a time wraith because Barry. Well, I thought he was recruiting time wraiths and making time wraiths. Because what happened to the rest of those? uh, They're all dead. All the little disciples, they all died, right? Yeah, he that god of speed just spinning around just decimating everybody in the room and like Flash doing his best to run around trying to protect people but it was faster than him so you'd hope so if he's the god of speed you know yeah (laughs) no very very cool yeah like different you know they keep introducing these fantastical elements of of Flash lore that haven't even been teased at you know in in the past and or you know you get it for six seconds at the end of the episode and then it's just this long wait for seven days and to get the answers again so I can't wait till next week yeah, and, and it's it you know it's interesting too. You mentioned before about how it's only early in the season, and they've you know revealed that there's Killer Frost, and then rather than hiding it, they've just outed it straight away. Mm. It's kind of good that they've done that because you know you've got the God of Speed and all these other things happening, alchemy. So there'll almost be too many questions being you know revealed each week without answering a few so I am glad that they did deal with the Killer Frost thing straight up Mm. and she could still become a hero rather than a villain I think she'll try yeah she'll definitely try I Um, hope so because I think she's getting on that path that she's going to turn evil because she's worried she's going to turn evil yeah Yeah. well what are we going to call her if she's not Killer Frost yeah Bad guy Killer Frost. Yeah. She only kills the bad guy. <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. Saver save Frost. Saver Frost. Hero Frost. <laughs> Hero yeah. Frost. Yay! All right, let's move on to Arrow. Let's go to you first, Ben, because Terry's already shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. Hang on a second. So we got to see Dolph again. Let's talk about the positives. Dolph oh. Lundgren. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. He's fantastic. He's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so he's good. Yes. He's rocking. I feel like you're heading towards a negative review on this episode. No, I'm just starting us off positive. Oh, good, good, good. Terry's over there just stewing, ready to tear it apart. <laughs> you know, we've got Quentin answering our questions like he couldn't possibly be, he couldn't possibly be. Well, you know, they're, they're saying that for us, so I think that was... Thank God. That was good. <laughs> that was good, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I love that. Was, that yes. Yeah. You know, yes. all of our questions from last time answered. Yeah. Great. Diggle, um, ripped as shit. 
Deagle never stops training. I, I know, but clearly the actor doesn't either. I'd like to see like a comparison shot back yep. when he was just wearing a polo shirt in season one. He is working out a shit ton more than he did three years ago. Yeah. Holy God. He's good. He's yeah. good. So that's another one. Wild Dog uh, gets in touch with Diggle's uh, wife. Uh, wife and gets the son in. Yep. Fantastic. That we get to meet, was, we get to meet nice. John Jr. Yep. For the first time. Oh, is that his name, John Jr.? Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we get to That's cool. And he's only two. Yeah, well, see? Thought I thought he was, was older. Yeah. So we get a few answers there. This is great. Great episode. <laughs> you know? We even get to see Mr. Fan- terrific or Fantastic, whatever his name is, try the monkey bar thing mm. and fall on his that ass was in the background. so funny. Oh I was like, God. yeah, you fell on your ass. That's what we expect. <laughs> Good humour. Only Oliver can do that. You know what I realised too with him? I never realised that like T-shaped blackness over his face was like a mask. I thought yeah. that was like face paint like the rest of oh, it. Oh, so did I. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was his hair. But there was a bit that. where he sort of turned to the side and it clearly, it's raised off his face. So he's wearing okay. like a T-shaped well, that piece of latex answers a question I had a couple of weeks ago where one minute he's got the black shit all over his face yeah. and the next minute his face is like washed clean. I'm like, yeah. wow, that came off really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, and uh, Oliver walks in and goes... A minute ago, you guys were saying that, you know, you didn't want me killing people, but now you got this guy who's killing people. I mean, make up your mind. Boom! Yep. Again, <laughs> saying stuff we have been saying as fans. Exactly. So, Terry, so Terry, yes. I, at this point, and I've still got a few positives, oh, but I'm going to save them up. <laughs> I would really, really like to hear why you think it was shit. Oh, just... Okay, so the vigilante yes. is just another person. Well, is and, he the DA? Well, I think it's the DA, right? Or is the DA uh, Prometheus? Oh. Or are they both the same person? Oh, shit. No. I'm just thinking now. It's, no. I mean, spoilers for Scream 1, if you haven't seen that movie that came out 20 years ago. Yeah, I remember Scream. Is yeah. it a case of Felicity's boyfriend, the cop, and the Didn't DA? I say that? Have you already said that? Them two s- working together? Oh, no. I said that I think the her boyfriend... Could be Prometheus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But now we've just been introduced to Vigilante, so yes. yeah. I'm just. I mean, Vigilante. I think is more likely to be the DA. The, no, oh. the 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 boyfriend. Oh, do you think so? Well, yeah, because he had a bit of a Oliver crush when he when Felicity revealed it to him. Yeah, but he's got access to the stars and information because he's in the police force. That's true, and And he can set up Quentin because he knows he's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, so I think the DA DA is the vigilante. Yeah. And again, he's a person. And again, managed to beat the living shit out of Oliver and Co. And his, his mask has like some... Oh, when that started, right right at the start of the episode, I, I, I almost stood up on the couch again and I went, oh, yeah, we're getting some Diggle inside mask head-up display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I'm going to get some of this, Tony Stark style. Nah. No. Nah. That'll come later. Come on. If you're listening, I need some head-up display. Give me some Iron Man Diggle. Um, on the Diggle thing, actually, what I did, another positive, we can just pepper in another one. What I really like with this episode is they're start, starting to show the toll, especially on Oliver and Diggle, who've been there from the start. Like, Oliver's in uh, in his Merrill, you know, outfit and, and, and life and just saying, look, I'm so tired. I don't think I'm making a difference. I don't know what else I could be doing. He's admitting to the journo, this is a lot tougher than even I expected it to be, and I expected it to be tough. And as Arrow, he's getting frustrated because he's sort of come full circle now. You know, he was killing people, he got better, he went back to really hurting people, 
now there's a vigilante out there who is killing people like he was five years ago. Um, and then you've got Diggle who, you know, got dragged into this life really because of being associated with uh, with Oliver. Mm. Got to a point where now he's a fugitive. He still that's the only thing he can do now is be Spartan and go out there and 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 take these people down. But he's realised what all this has led to is not being able to be with his family and just sh- like kicking the shit out of people and just being so frustrated and just seeing them too actually just look drained even as actors it's like oh god five years of this shit we can't put up with it anymore but <laughs> they just look so tired and I like that because the rest of the team are like no 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 we're still feeling fresh and you know they're wanting to get out there and get amongst it and maybe this vigilante guy is good huh? yeah we allows us to focus on other things and they're still they've got it but they haven't really got it yet whereas Diggle and Oliver are sort of feeling the effects of the entire team, and I thought that was really well done. Which of the team, when Oliver came in and said, hang on a sec, you know, last week you said this and blah, 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 make up your mind, which of the team suggested that he was, was it the chick, suggested, oh, maybe he's just doing a good job? I I can't remember now. I think it was, and that's maybe important that she's Mm. the one saying that, because obviously she's the one... Working with Prometheus. Yeah, so what happened on the train... Last time we saw it, yes. she cut him, didn't she? Because I wrote that as a note. Well, she's cut him. They could have just taken that to Felicity, and they could have got the blood work checked up. Blah 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 blah. Well, but yeah, but I, if we look deeper, this is just a possibility. I'm just throwing hey, this mate, out there. You're a good person with premonition. We're in a well alchemy, you know. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> if you're um, watching Flash, so she's working with uh, Prometheus, mm-hmm. obviously now. She cuts him in the train in order for there to be an obvious cut. Well, I wounded mm. him. I wounded him. I cut him on the arm. And then Prometheus goes in, finds Quinton, cuts his arm, plants the thing. So they go, oh, well, you know, what's her name? I don't know. I've just written her down as the little chick. The little chick. <laughs> yeah, new oh, canary, I call her. The little chick cut her arm. Oh, well, cool. Um... It must be Quentin because it's got a cut arm. Mm. So it's all been planned. And the bomb too. Did she help plant the bomb somehow in the train? Because, you know, you know, the train driver was the target of Prometheus last week. Yeah. She gets there to protect him as a potential target. Prometheus shows up, calls in to Oliver. Oliver shoots down. Those two are having a fight. Prometheus never gets to the, to the carriage. Uh, you know whether whether uh, well, never, he gets to the carriage, he doesn't get to the driver console. Arrow shoots him in the back, explodes. He disappears, Prometheus. But there's already a bomb in the driver's console to explode the train. And we asked this question last week: How did that bomb get there? He never moved. He never got anywhere near that console to be able to place a bomb, especially after he'd nearly been exploded by it. In between he and the console was New Canary because he was about to kill her. That's why Arrow shot him in the back. Has yeah. she planted the bomb as part of their... Well, she's all part of it. You've obviously... Sure, I'll buy that. Now we know she's bad. Why? Mm. Why? Because what was the... St- her parents died in the whole Damien Dark thing, yes? I think so, yeah. Yeah, in, in that whole grand scheme of things of, of season four, like her parents died uh, downstairs in the, in the gas chamber. That was yeah. her parents, Yeah. Or maybe she's been brainwashed by Damien Dark and Prometheus is Damien Dark. <laughs> Don't bring him back. Don't bring him back. No, because it's the crossover episode with Legends. Oh, no, 
I don't want these storylines being a setup to the no. crossover. I, I really want them to pay off in their own show. But it's entirely possible, like I said last week, that, that by now they expect you to be watching the other shows. Could Dolph Lundgren, and what's his character, Constantine, could he be Prometheus? I, know, I mentioned it last week, but I don't know. It seems like they're setting something big up mm. in those flashbacks now where he's mentioned something, the brat for working with this, that, the other, and... It, it seems like maybe they're setting something up. Don't I don't know. And I can't help but go past Terry's answers to that question every time. Is they just physically do not match. Yeah. And I, I know they would hide things like that and they would try and trick the audience with elements like that. I just think it's too much of a stretch to have this guy who essentially looks like Ragman in the Prometheus outfit and then him take the mask off and suddenly he's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't and think Dolph I'd buy that. isn't very fluid in his movements mm. either. I mean, that was he kicked the shit out of Oliver. We actually saw he's not just like a an imposing threat. Like he can actually do the dirty work if if it, if the situation calls for it cuz yeah. he got down and beat the fuck out of Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Oliver. All right. Well, if it's someone more agile, maybe it's maybe it's Roy. Well, no. Roy comes back. Hey. <laughs> I have actually thought that. I thought that maybe about Vigilante. I mean, I, I, he's more likely to be Prometheus, I feel, than he would be Vigilante. But if you know your DC Comics lore and the story of Red Hood, and which who I Red, don't, no, but Red Hood is somebody is a, a Vigilante of sorts, to, and he's someone from Batman's past that they were allies. He's disappeared. He comes back as this character called Red Hood. It's a big revelation that he's had this big mind change. Now, the things that Vigilante was saying to Arrow and the questions he asked, like, clearly you've never lost anybody. Roy would know this. He knows that Oliver's lost people. He's been there and witnessed Oliver lose people. Yeah. As Prometheus, oh, I I don't know. I, I that, that makes sense for the toying with him, the fact that he's, like they said at the start of this episode, he stopped killing random people. So he only did that as part of... The long con. He did that to mess with Oliver last week. It's all working towards something. Whereas Vigilante was out there getting stuff done, and probably didn't be, probably didn't plan on being caught by Arrow. And then, yeah, an explosive mask that somehow disentangles him from cables. Yeah, how oh, the hell? I, I don't know. That didn't make sense. You know, that whole fight hey, scene hey, hey, was Terry. great. Terry, it's a TV. Show. <laughs> what about the bulletproof? No. I love that. No, I love that. that. The window. Yes. What? And that, I actually had that marked down because... So did I, but it's shit. Like Hawkeye <laughs> in the Avengers and and, uh, and and Green Arrow in the comic books and stuff, he's got a... They've never done it in the show. Thank God they didn't because it was probably something camp they did in the 60s or 70s or whatever. But Green Arrow would pull out an arrow and on the end of it would be like a boxing glove. So it would, you know, punch someone from 20, 30 metres away. But he's got arrows that can do everything. And what I like about this season is they're... They're, they're starting to not be afraid to use that. You know, he's he's used a parachute arrow I twice know. now. <laughs> now it's ridiculous, sure, but it's it's comic book based, and they're not using it in a in a way where they actually make fun. It's it's there, and if you don't like it, then bugger off. But yeah, if you bugger do off, it, <laughs> bugger right there. off. So I like that they've they've done that. Um, at this one, he fires it at vigilante and out shoots a bunch of cables to tie him up. And he also fires one that has a bulletproof 
shield of some description, you that know, just like happens a, to be the exact right size. Well, of that you know, I mean, <laughs> it 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 maybe it's designed to explode within a ten meter proximity and cover a certain distance. It's a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I can let that go because I thought that was awesome. I thought the whole thing was awesome, Terry. Uh, Seriously. Get out of here, Terry! A- Get out of here! <laughs> Let's put it down to I'm a girl. What about? Okay, so they're in the they're doing the the mock um, bank heist, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're all wearing their masks. They're yep. inside the bank wearing yep. their masks. Say it, okay. Felicity takes hers off. Why would you take off your mask with all those cameras around? <laughs> yeah, before she took the cameras offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. What about the cameras? Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. It's like yeah, and her, her fingers were moving like an android. They were so fast. I'm like, what are you doing? What, is, what does that even mean? What are you doing? But yeah, you're right. Keep your damn mask on. Keep it on the whole time. <laughs> that was so stupid. It was a bit stupid. Just that little bit was stupid. <laughs> the, rest, the rest was excellent. One line that I really liked from this episode, and it was the first line when, you know, the, the, it was like a sex trade thing going on, and the lights go down. And the bad guy's like, it's the green arrow. Oh, yeah. The lights are off. I hear he does that. <laughs> I was like, yes, you probably would. You're in jail. Yeah, you hear that the, 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 the hero, yeah. he, he shuts the lights down. He see, Terry? Does it. I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. It was like, awesome. I've run out of fingers for positives out of this episode. <laughs> I mean, we've got legends still to go, yeah, but there's no, no shockers which I'm going to vote for. It's such a silly line, but I really liked it. I'm like, I mean, yeah. that's, 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 that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. It was a bit reminiscent of Batman Begins when uh, Batman breaks in with the Scarecrow the first time and they're all looking around they're like oh, it's Batman it's like oh I can hear he can fly and, and I can hear he can disappear now that that whole franchise was very much set in the real world but as ordinary thugs suddenly there is this giant man bat creature of some sort taking thugs down you would start to believe the, the, the mythology around him that he is you know supernatural or some description Obviously, they're just talking about him turning the lights off, but it was just funny to hear him say, "Yeah, I hear he does that." Yeah, it was <laughs> From so good. Who in the yard? It was at, so in good. prison. <laughs> yeah, it was good. They're obviously fans of the show. Terry, yeah. is there anything you'd like to add to drag us down again? Uh, I feel oh, like here's I'm the legends quiet. music. Yeah, <laughs> legends. I feel very outvoted here. <laughs> I don't know if you're outnumbered. It's just that you're wrong. I'm just a girl. How about we put it down oh, to that? No, oh, no. come on. Wow. Sex card. <laughs> we've, we've, you know what? We've been on for seven weeks and we've avoided that. Come on. <laughs> That's, I, I expect more from you, Terry. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Um, would, you, would you like your opportunity for, to, you know, bag Arrow or should we actually move on to Legends? We can move on. Okay. All right. Well, in that case... Would you, ladies first? <laughs> Would you like to go first, Terry? <laughs> On legends, yeah. Actually, I, th- I I enjoyed this episode. It was a fun episode, except because uh, obviously it was Jonah Hex. He's back. Yeah, yeah. That piece of skin. Because oh, remember yeah. we talked about it the last time. It's it's actually driving me crazy now. It didn't bother me last time. I don't think, but I I, I noted that that I he does not look anywhere near as good as he did last time. The makeup department. I don't know what's going on, but it's so obvious. Like, it's not a thing. Like his mouth's behind it. It's- yeah, and he's still got hair. Like he's actually got moustache <laughs> hair on the other side of yeah. it. And I sort of thought, well, if your face is half burnt. There shouldn't be any facial hair going on yeah. underneath I don't know how that, that piece happened. of. It's like it melted off and then melted down and then rejoined. Yes, yeah. yeah. And why couldn't they get Gideon to fix that? Can't she like she can fix things? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Fixes people. No, she does. She Maybe heals he likes them. the type of character that it makes him, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And the Batman voice. The little douchey Batman voice. Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah. I think I loved him last time and I thought it I mean it was only what six episodes into Legends season one and I thought, oh, this might be a little bit of a taster of like, how much do you like this guy? Because we just keep churning out these superhero shows in the CW. Maybe there could be a Jonah Hex one down the line or something so I don't know I, I I'm think sure was, I like him that much no, no I think he's he's less successful this time around and the makeup department you're right Terry was just I don't know it was just different different and not not no nowhere near as convincing yeah we're going into the uh, crossover next week uh, no the week after is yes. it the week after yeah week yeah, after week it's after. a week after right oh, I'm getting excited I want it to be sooner <laughs> um <laughs> So is the thing that um, Future Barry said in the message, it, and oh, I don't even know why I'm asking this because I don't want an answer, but I'm, I feel like they're building and building and building, and, and is that going to be part of the crossover episode? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> you always well, assume I, that I know the answers, though. Do you know what? I'm not even me. looking at I, you. I don't necessarily think it is because right. Future Barry was like future, future Barry. Mm, he had, right. you know, he had the, the grown-up, adult voice so unless future future Barry was talking about something that was going to happen yeah started with the crossover yeah and then after 40 years he can't fix it or something and it's up to the legends right because yes. that's starting to get a little bit old for me listening the to them to kind of yeah. have half conversations about it yeah I'm not into it it's it's now pissing me off. <laughs> and Gray was having the uh, the the visions or the whatever they are, and he had the headache. And Jackson comes up to him and confronts him about it, and he goes, "No, no, I'm fine. It's just a headache, just a headache." And he walks off. And yes, later on they acknowledged that I, you can't lie to me. We have a psychic connection. But why did you let him lie to you the first time? What the hell was that all about? Yeah, I feel like he should have been a little bit more aware of what was going on than what we, the audience, were, because all we could see was that he was in some kind of pain and it was, you know, neural. But And that's, and that's exactly what uh, Jackson did as well. I'm like, you should maybe feel the, the fear or yeah. the pain or the yeah. confusion or something, even if you don't understand what it is, be a little bit more into it than what we, the audience, are. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's weird, too, the... The memories catching up to him, that whole thing we keep talking about, time rippling, you know, eventually catching up after the changes, and he doesn't understand why. He just, what did he say? He just knows that he loves this person, mm. but he doesn't know who they are. And then even at the end, he's like, I'm worried that there might not be a Clarissa, is yes. it his wife? Yep. There might yeah. not be a Cla yeah. Clarissa to go home to. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to have that effect and then not resolved. Yet, I mean, that could foreseeably be something that uh, it sticks around for the rest of the season because that's surely not going to pay off in the crossover. Or again, it may, like the Barry Message thing, which I wouldn't have thought, but you make a good point. They're having the same conversation three times about why they can't tell the rest of the team. Yeah. I just want to know or stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I am really liking Mick at the moment. He he's, is bloody awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> he's and the he's doing shots with that dude, the... The Quentin Turnbull. Turnbull. Mm. Turnbull. It was Jeff Fay who yes. I was very excited about. How I good love. is he? He's, He's awesome. so good. He's great. And I, I actually thought Terry might be onto something with the whole Mick and Vixen. They might have something going on sexually because. Wait a minute, that was me. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I said something about that too. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> Actually, I loved Mick in that yeah. entire episode. He was hilarious. Absolutely. 
I thought he was going to hook up with Vixen. I thought that's what was going to happen. And Did maybe you? it will happen in the future. You well, when, bastard. Um, we'll walk along <laughs> and, um, I saw it. I said it too. Stop playing it. You've proven your point. Now, hang on. <laughs> For anyone listening, we don't do what I'm sure a lot of shows do and get together before we record and actually sit down Obviously, because we're a bit of a mess sometimes. But we don't sit down and plan everything that we're going to say to each other. How did you... Well, I just had that. No, no. I just had that sort of sitting there going, well, you know, I felt... Okay, first of all, I felt this week... I got some vindication for that because <laughs> the little bit of audio there goes on. I think you, Mitch, go, no, nah, I'm not really sure about that. Not really sure about that. And I was like, oh, I think so. And then this week, I think they are going to hook up. They're fully going to hook up. And I thought, I'm going to get that audio ready to play, just in case <laughs> somebody brings it up. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. Well done. Well, well done. Because God knows you've made a lot of premonitions and predictions about this show. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm throwing predictions. I find that if you if you predict a lot, one of them's going to be right. Yeah, but you don't get to consider yourself Nostradamus when one of a hundred comes right, mate. Although, mm. in my shoes, nothing's coming right. So, right. who yeah. am I to say that? All right. So, let's get back to the point at hand. So, you think that they're going to hook up. What, there's just something a little bit more... She w- wasn't so dismissive of him this time around. He was still being a bit more of an asshole, but wasn't quite so aggressive nah. toward her, and she wasn't so defensive about what he was doing. So yeah. they're meeting in the in the middle somewhere, yeah. and it's the most unlikely pairing on the show, so of course it's going Some to happen. Some would say. Some yep. would say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a bit of a fun episode. Like I, I liked the um, uh, the the Jonah Hex one last time around. So it's it's good to go back and sort of have a a constant you know place in the past to go back and and have an ongoing um, sub character because this show you really can't have any supporting characters like that that don't travel with them because of the nature of the TV show. So it's kind of cool to see that. And I almost wanted it to be something where they went back to before, the last time they saw him, um, just to switch things up a little bit more. But I guess the whole question then, why didn't he ask about uh, Rip last time we saw him, considering whatever, you know. So it's just cool to go back and, and visit him again, even if it wasn't done as well as maybe what it was last time. So I want to understand this dwarf star alloy. Is that what it's called? Yes. yes. Right. So it exists because I got the feeling the first time uh, Ray, Ray, right? One of the R's. I can never remember them. <laughs> Ray somehow manufactured it. And even he said, I could only get, what did he say, a pinky size bit mm, to make the yeah. Adam suit. Now they seem to have... This huge Disco- chunk uh, of it. Yeah, discovered a whole mine of it. Wasn't it the future guy, though, in the beginning of the episode? Yeah, he found it, sure. But it is on land somewhere out west. Yeah. And there's been a lot of time between now. Like, how how did they, or did he find it? I, I presume it uncovered. Because the guy in the beginning of the episode was clearly from the future. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I just presume that he... a time he, pirate he, or something Yeah, like that. I, I presumed he's found it from somewhere else and he's brought it to that time period so that he can hook up with Turnbull. That was just oh. what I presumed. That oh, I thought it was in... They found it in underground the and then they started a mine there. Yeah, that's what I took was that the time pirate, he's from a time where he knows that the source of its discovery was... 
you know, 1875. So he goes back to 1871 or something in that location where he knows no one will have seen it, knows what what it is, and he can take it to the future or re- wherever he wants to go. And then, unfortunately, mm. was just caught by Turnbull, you know, wrong place, wrong time sort of thing. Yeah. But at least it does explain why Ray hasn't been able to rebuild the suit because we've been asking questions for, I think, half the season now, like four weeks, yeah. that Ray has been without the suit. And we're like, well, why can't you just go to a time period and get the materials you need to rebuy it? You're not going to play a bit of audio again. We already agreed on this. You shake no, I'm head. adjusting my microphone. <laughs> okay. you, you, you had this little shake of the head like, I've told you this. And I'm like, we all agreed. No. But now at least it makes sense <laughs> is that he needed this specific type of element to be able to power the suit. So... You know, uh, I don't want to get to the end of the episode just yet, but when they get to the crossover, ideally he is wearing the atom suit and now he's able to create it because he's got the the one thing that he didn't have before. Which atom suit, though? Because I get the feeling now he's going to have one for every day of the week. Obviously Mm. they have a a spotlight store on, on the ship as well because the amount of, you know, fabric that he seems to be able to... Yeah. Get to make these random Well, suits. we got to see that machine. <laughs> Is that the first time we've ever seen that machine? Because they were making yeah, their hats or the something. Hat, yeah. Yeah. And he made the uh, the steel guy's suit as well, but I don't know whether that came out of the machine. But he made that very quickly as well. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. The spotlight just on their, like, on their ship. Yeah, we spoke about this last <laughs> scene, and between this morning and this afternoon, look what I've done. Yes. <laughs> After all, time is irrelevant to us. It was very cool at the beginning, though, with Commander Steele, where he was, you know, um, deflecting all the bullets, and then he caught that one bullet in his oh, teeth. And okay, yeah. That was so, cool. Yeah, it was cool, but his superhero skill isn't to be able to see or act fast like Barry. Mm. So how could he cap like deflect them with his hand fair enough if he just stood there and the bullets hit him and ricocheted off great but how is he able to see the bullets it's that fast calling shenanigans on that <laughs> you know what else you're gonna call it's a tv, TV show. show yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know about that I, that, that was just glaringly Strangely obvious enough, to me the problem i had with that scene was the fact that when he caught that bullet in his teeth and then he like d steals yeah and it goes back to human form and i'm like i all those guys are still there. Like, someone's got a gun still, presumably the guy that just shot the bullet into your mouth. Yeah. What's to stop him from shooting another one? Like, you don't have to show off. I get that he's sort of overwhelmed with this new sense of power, and God knows, if that was me, I'd probably do the same thing and show off a little bit. But, yeah, he needs to just, just settle back, you know. I'd not say learn from the others, because they ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he thought that they would all be so stunned by the fact that he just went from being a normal to steel to normal again that mm. they would just drop their weapons and run away in yeah. fear or something. Yeah. No. Certainly not worried about the effect that's having on the everyone around them that can see that. Same with the uh, Dwarf Star, you know, that uh, Turnbull's creating these energised weapons, you yeah. know, and... I'm like, okay, well, that's changing things, no doubt. Yeah. But I guess it's a, uh, you know, a, a, such a small area that it's affecting, and yeah. then, you know, 150 years later, it's just, you know, it's myth, basically. Yeah, exactly. I'm liking Sarah as the captain. Yeah, now that she's over last week, where she, you know, yeah, she's to... really stepped up. She's yeah. take charge, decisive, really good. She's all right. <laughs> what do you mean she's all right? You don't like her. You disagree, Terry, uh, we, please. We've never liked her. We're like going way, way back yeah. when we were watching Arrow. We didn't we didn't like her. Yeah, she was very pouty. Yeah, she still <laughs> she's uh, yeah, she still talks kind of 
weird. I don't know. She talks weird. She does. I just think it should have been Jackie Mack because she's smoking. Who the hell is Jackie Mack? She was the original. No, no, no. That's her name. She's doing it again. I don't know. Who is it? No, Jacqueline McKenzie something or other. She's in The Bold and the Beautiful. She was the first Sarah. Do you remember the very first Arrow episode? Mm. Yes. How am I supposed to remember that? I remember oh, that. Oh, Jackie Mack, yeah, Jackie, yeah, Jackie Mack. <laughs> I remember that they changed actresses, but it was almost like they got, you know, this, get someone, looks great, shove her in the boat, and then maybe she just wasn't the actress that they were hoping that she would be. But, I mean, I guess if she was on The Bold the Beautiful, I mean, who, well, who am I to, to argue her thespian skills? You know, I she looked a lot like Laurel, Laurel. on The Boat. They made, yes. the good, they yep. made good um, sister, mm. sisters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whereas Sarah... The current Sarah looks nothing like Laura. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even remotely. <laughs> All right, let's go to the end. So the what little the, clue... Huh? Are we going... Which which end? The end end? Or the tra- are we going to talk about the train and the stopping of the train? Oh, we can talk about that first. Sure. Mm. Let's go. Sure. Did anyone find it was odd that they were, they were on their horses watching the train go past and then... They chased the train, somehow got in front of the train long enough for him to wait for the train. That train was going fast. That train was going so fast. There's no way those horses could have beat the train with enough time for him to just stand there and wait for it to come and plough into him. Yeah, but it's a TV TV show. Yeah, it I made don't know. for good television. I think it also viewing. technically should have derailed the moment that his feet started tearing up the track in front of the train. Yeah, you know what I mean, because yeah. it had yes. to go over the train, the tracks that he'd just ruined with his feet. So yep. it should have derailed almost instantly. It didn't. seemed to bend them out of shape too. Once the train had stopped, you looked at the steel beams ahead of them, and they were all like yeah. bent out of shape and shit. So it looked—I mean, it looked cool. It looked yeah. very cool. You know, it reminded me a little bit of Spider-Man Two, where. You know, he was doing it just by sort of webbing a thousand times on either side and just sort of holding on for dear life, elastic style stopping this train rather than just with his own body, you know. And it looked cool and it did test his powers too because he was like exhausted and near dead by the end of it. So I don't know. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. So the little hint at the crossover. Now, did they? I'm confused because there's still next week's shows. So have they, or is there no legends next week? There's no legends next week because no. there's no Arrow next week. And Arrow oh, makes okay. sense, I guess, because it, it was, was a week, week ahead, ahead of Flash, but Flash was gone previously. So this is episode six of Legends. Yes. yes. Whereas the rest are going to be episode eight. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. Are you sure this is right? Are you sure they're not going to mess it up like they did la- a couple of years ago? Oh yeah, Flash season one and what was that? Arrows three. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. They messed up. I was I was the guinea pig that night, texting Wait. everybody, "Don't watch Flash first." Did you make the mistake in the end? I mean, I don't want to say mistake; it wasn't intentional. But uh, did did you watch it the wrong way? The Flash and no, Arrow. No, I because I, I texted I knew. you both. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. And when we say crossover, if anyone remembers, it was like the e. I think the penultimate episodes of each series, not the crossover in episode eight, um, but the second last episode of Flash season one and Arrow season three. And yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Like something. I think you know Barry. Uh, sorry, um, Oliver was very much under the control of the uh, League of Assassins. They're he was Rachel Gould. He was in Nanda, yeah. yeah. And then Flash needed help against Reverse Flash, and all of a sudden Oliver's there, 
And you're like, what the hell? And the next arrow starts and he's still in Nandapabat and then he ends up going to America midway through the episode and it was out of whack. I think they acknowledge their mistakes. Well, it's more so that Barry got sucked up in the vortex and then all of a sudden he's there and Arrow to save them. Yeah, the next next day. But this one, I don't think so. I think the crossover this time around, there's four shows, they're making a big deal. It's going to be one whole week thing, you know? Like, the first crossover they did in episode eight of uh, season one of Flash, it was like a Flash episode with Arrow and then an Arrow episode with Flash. Last season, it was the introduction of Legends, so it was very much Hawkman, Hawkgirl, and uh, what was the bad guy in last season of Legends? Um, the, the guy that got vacuumed up that we got sick of. Yes. Uh, Randall Savage. Randall Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a part one, part two, but this is going to be a four part. So I know the numbers will be out of whack, Ben. I know the numbers will be out of whack, Ben, I should have said, but I don't think there should be any great fear. I think they know what they're doing. We're not going to get... The order is correct. Yes. So it'll be 8887. Eight, eight, yeah. And really, who knows the difference, really? If you're watching it week to week and you don't care about numbers, we're the only ones that know. It'll just be one giant story, I two and a half wait. hours long. And if they mess it up, I'm going to be pissed. They're not going to mess it up. Maybe they'll do it so Legends will be the like the prequel. So they'll have the story, and then Legends will be the story before the story. Mm. There's every chance they could do something weird and crazy uh, like stop that. Stop it! <laughs> so how did um, their friends from 2016 get in touch with Sarah? Yep. All will be revealed, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, what does that mean next week? We've only got Supergirl and, and Flash. Flash. I mean, Supergirl at this stage doesn't know about them at all. So, I mean, do you think maybe come the end of Flash? She knows about... Well, she knows about she knows Barry, Flash. Barry, and, yeah, and yeah. probably yeah. of Arrow or something. Um, but yeah. do you think maybe at the end of Flash we get like this—the last scene, the last piece of dialogue—is a teaser to the crossover uh, because maybe. it'll be the last thing we see before the crossover. I mean, do do you think we get a line um, that suggests he's going to ask friends for help or something, oh, which I makes this so. make sense? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're scanning time for time aberrations right mm. but so maybe they've scanned something in 2016 and they've just she's just assuming that it's must be them causing problems mm. but she specifically said our we you know, our friends from 2016 need our help yeah yeah i mean to support ben there i guess it could just be a, a, a notification that it is in 2016 so they're like well this is going to affect everybody in that time frame but at the same time. Well, they're time. all dead. Maybe they just all die. Mm. And Gideon goes, oh, hey, what's happening? Well, I've just noticed that your friends from 2016 have all passed away unexpectedly. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, they go back. I mean, Hey, you guys are about to die. I know more than you about the crossover, and I won't go into any great detail. I will doubt that it's a time aberration, and it will be more in favour of being just the natural order of things. So I don't, again, know what that means. <laughs> You're saying very... Little, yeah. I'm just well. You, okay, I'll go. I'll go no, with the detail, no, yeah? no, 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 that's no, no, it. No, no, no. Headphones off. Headphones off. <laughs> Not listening anymore. <laughs> All right, I'm back. So I was saying, no, no. <laughs> All no. right, let's do a wrap up of this week. Um, what did we like the best out of all of them, Terry? Uh, I can't remember. Arrow. Arrow. No, Arrow was at the <laughs> bottom of my list. Actually, Flash was really good. So maybe Flash. Legend, Supergirl, Arrow. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting it at the end just because it pisses you. What did you say? Flash and then 
Legends. Legends, okay. then Supergirl. Then. I will go <clears throat> Arrow. <laughs> yes! At the top, I think. Say I no think. more, Arrow wins. We, uh, don't, we don't need to... <laughs> Arrow, Legends, Supergirl Flash. So we have opposing tops and bottoms there. I feel really bad <laughs> being in the same room as you. I think just the Flash thing, again, just, just silly villains that just sit there to pass the time. They don't mean anything. They're nothing and... You know, Shadow Man. Yeah, I found it was a bit of a filler as well. I'm going to put it bottom. I'm going to do this reverse. Bottom with Flash. Hmm. Then I'm probably going to say... Yes, Supergirl. Legends. And Arrow at the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, two out of three ain't bad. That's the feeling of the show. Sorry, Terry. The show votes Arrow was the best. No, um, I just I, the thing about Flash. I just think it's been suffering maybe from a little bit of that third year blues. Like Arrow started to. I mean, I liked the Rachel Ghoul thing, and I love the actor that played him, Aussie Matt Nabel. But that's where the show started to dip, and then obviously led into season four that we don't like to talk about. So I hope that Flash can really start to rise up again in the second half because it's only got another what week or two until um, until we're on uh, mid season break, and I just just really hope that it doesn't go into that slump because everyone thought going into this season that Arrow would be on its last legs you know that it was going downhill to, it had really only had two good seasons and Terry would agree right now <laughs> <laughs> I was nodding my head <laughs> <laughs> alright let's uh, let's wrap this up Mitch what else have we got going on on Get Into Geek. Oh my God, so much stuff, Ben. Now we've got uh, Walking Dead chats. Uh, we've got uh, some movie reviews up there. Uh, we've got uh, some interviews actually coming up soon uh, to get away from the TV and movie business. Anyone who uh, likes to pick up a book rather than watch TV, or as well as, uh, Aussie Matthew Riley. Uh, he's got a new book out, The Four Legendary Kingdoms, uh, book four in his Jack West Jr. Uh, series. We'll be speaking to him uh, on Get Into Geek. And also, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm speaking to director, another Aussie, Justin Kurzel, who is directing the upcoming Assassin's Creed Ooh, film. Nice. So I get to see that in about two weeks, a month or so uh, ahead of time. Very exciting. When everyone else gets to, so boom, I can't wait to see that. Hopefully it's going to be good. Everything else, we've got to say, yeah, some Walking Dead chats, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., movie reviews, all that business, socials, online, everything. Get into Geek. Search it. You can find us. And we'll be back next week to talk just Supergirl and Flash. Supergirl and Flash. Maybe it'll be short. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Probably not. Get into geek.com.